same things. Is God all by Himself? Is Jehovah Jireh? Is the one and only God, the one who was with and who is to come? Give Him thanks this evening and exalt Him. It is not about you tonight. It's about Him. It's about Jesus. He is God all by Himself. Give Him thanks all over this place. Lift up your voice, all you people, and give Him thanks this evening. Exalt His holy name. He is God all by Himself. There is none beside Him. There is none compared to Him. There is none that is like Him. There is no king like Him. There is no president like Him. There is nobody that we can compare to our God. So I want you to return all the glory to Him this evening. Say, Father, I return all glory to you. You are God all by yourself. I give you thanks. I give you praise. I give you praise, Lord. I give you praise, Lord. I exalt you, my Father. I exalt you, my Father. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I give you praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Exalt him. Magnify his holy name. That is what we have come to do tonight. Nothing else. We've been praying for the past 21 days. It's time to return all glory unto him. It's time to give him thanks. It's time to give him thanks. Just say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The compassionate father. The merciful father. The faithful father. He is God all by himself. There is none compared to him. He's the one that died for you. Is the one that died for you. Is your friend, your father, your maker. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Sing a new song unto him this evening. Sing a new song unto him this evening. It's worthy of our praise. It's worthy of our praise. Thank him. Thank him. It's not about you. It's not about you. It's not about the things that he has not done. It's about him. Giving him glory. Giving him praise. Giving him adoration. Worthy of our praise he is God all by Himself. There is none like Him. Malebo sakata devosha, lebo sata devosha, malebo sakata devosha. Lord, we give you thanks. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for who you are. I thank you for who you are, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for who you are. Not the things that you have done. Lord, I give you thanks. I give you praise, Lord. I exalt you, Jesus. I exalt you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Give him thanks. Show your heart of gratitude to him. Show him that you are grateful. Show him that you are grateful to him. For the gift of life. For the gift of life. Say thank you, Jesus. I have come to give you thanks. I have come to give you praise. I have come to exalt your holy name. Lord, I give you praise. I give you praise, Lord. Lord, we give you him. We give you thanks. Yahweh, Lord, we give you thanks. We exalt you, our Father. The Hell Elion God, the Most High God. I give you praise, Jehovah Nisi, God, our banner. Thank you, Lord. Jehovah Roy, the God that sees so many things. The El Shaddai, the Almighty God, the All-Sufficient God. I don't know about you. I don't know. These are the different names of God in the Bible. I don't know how God has been to you. I want you to begin to say, God, you are Jehovah, my protector. If he has protected you, I just want you to begin to give God that particular name. If he has fought your battle, you can tell him in Jehovah uh, El Warrior or any name uh, that he has been to you. 
if he has fought your battle you can call him jehovah el warrior or any name it depends on your encounter with him just give him that name just say god jehovah my assurance if that is what god is to you jehovah el assurance i don't know what god is to you just begin to say it jehovah my savior jehovah my lord my provider el shaddai if god has not left you stranded say jehovah my provider say god thank you thank you for your mercy for your faithfulness if God has healed you, it's Jehovah Rapha to you. Say, God, I thank you, my Jehovah Rapha. God, I thank you, Jehovah Rapha, for healing me. I, I give you praise, Lord. If he, had the all, if he has been the all-sufficient God, the almighty God is Jehovah El Shaddai. Give him thanks. Give him praise call his name according to the encounter that you have had with him say lord i give you thanks i give you praise lord i have come to just say thank you jesus i have not come to ask for anything i have just come to say thank you jesus thank you for strength oh. i wanted to say to him let every other name fade away because god there is only you in this place tonight you're the center of my attention you're the center of my focus i wanted to just worship him tonight let every other name fade away just lift your hands to Jesus tonight. I want you to just pay attention to him. I want you to say something very nice to God. I want you to say, God, I bring, I come to you tonight, bringing my garments of praise, bringing my worship tonight. I want you to say to God, I come to you tonight, coming into your presence, showing up, and just, just celebrating you for your goodness, celebrating you for your mercies. Someone lift up your voice and worship him. His presence is here. He's here to deliver. He's here to save. Lord, we worship you. Come on, lift up your voice and worship your God tonight. Lord, we give you praise. You're You're We bless you. We bow before we bless your name almighty God we've come to bow before your throne and we glorify your holy name
just said he doesn't just win, but he has won my battles. Now to be happy for here who know that the Lord has won their battles. Lift up a shout to your God. Lift up a praise. Lift up your worship. Cause he deserves Jehovah. 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 We
Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, evening, wonderful people of God. Please, I believe you are all doing well. to Jesus. I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, myself and my family, we are doing well. And I want to apologize for the delay. I had to sort out an emergency case. But blessed be God, everything is fine. Hallelujah. God richly bless you. In Jesus' precious mighty name, amen. All right, I want to welcome all of you to this evening's session of the School of Spiritual Mysteries. 
I believe the Lord is going to do mighty things in our midst tonight. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let's take a quick word of prayer before we move on with what the Lord has for us. Mighty Father, we give you praise, we give you glory, we honor you. Thank you for bringing us before your everlasting presence. We ask in Jesus' name that your light of wisdom, knowledge, revelation, and understanding will shine upon us. Let there be a distraction of the works of the enemy against your people. And anything that stands in the form of ignorance in our hearts, preventing the light of God from shining, by your mighty grace and mercy, let that thing be taken away and let your will be perfected in our lives. We pray that our eyes will be enlightened even by the light of your word. In Jesus' precious mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. All right, God bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. So quickly, last week um, we're talking about decoding the nature of spirits decoding the nature of spirits and i made us understand that there are a lot of spirits in this world and i went further to explain that when we talk about spirit all spirits are not the same spirits differ according to that which was used to make them so the materials that were used to make those spirits will always cause spirits to differ. Are you listening to me? So as I'm talking to you right now, you as a human being, you have a spirit. It is known as the human spirit. There are certain beings in their realms that are also spirits. The only part of you that they can interact with is your spirit. Now, when they see your spirit, it is very different from themselves. Are you following? So they know that they are this kind and they know that you too you are of a different kind so all spirits are not the same let's take note of that even the angels are spirits but then there are differences in these angelic beings all angels are not the same are you following good and sometimes the make up what was used to make that angel determines the assignment that God has given to that angel. It is the same thing applies to all manner of spirits. As I'm talking to you right now, there are many realms in God's creation. Many realms, many spheres in God's creation. You know, we are much limited because of our fallen state. So sometimes it becomes very difficult for us to, you know, actually understand what these realms look like. You see, because of how limited we are physically. But then, if you have traveled and have journeyed into the realms of the spirit, you will actually understand and know that there are different dimensions and different realms of the spirit. That is the main reason why I normally say that when somebody says that in the realm of the spirit I'm seeing this, it is not... That statement is just, um, it's a heavy statement. Are you getting it? Because there can be a dimension of the spirit realm that the person is seeing. It can also even be the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost himself is made up of realms. There are realms in him. 
you can travel in the Holy Ghost and see things concerning people. You can also go outside the Holy Spirit and see things in the spirit realm concerning people. That is why false prophets can also see visions about people. Witches can see things about people, but it is without the Holy Spirit. Are you getting it? So the spirit realm is, is wide, is large. And anybody that has spiritual knowledge can actually play in that realm. And it is a realm that, that these realms are very hot. Let me say very active. Are you getting it? So you need to understand all these things. And one of the things we also need to take note of is that, you know, all the realms, it is like moving from Ghana to Togo. There are border lines. Are you getting it? You, didn't, you don't just enter into Togo and say you are in Togo. You have to get to Togo border that is in Ghana. Do some necessary things before you'll be given access into Togo. The same thing applies to some of these spiritual realms. For you to move from one realm to another in the same spiritual world, there are gatekeepers who stand against these places. And you don't just get access keke like that. Are you getting my point? Now, just as we see the nation Ghana physically, there is an astral dimension of Ghana as well where we have spiritual or astral gatekeepers in Ghana. And normally people will see the astral dimension of Ghana is more beautiful than Ghana in the physical. Now that place is also called Ghana, but you might, you might not know. In that astral world, that place is also called Ghana. But the beings that live there are not physical human beings. Are you listening to me? So every realm, every place in this physical earth actually has an astral superimposition. Are you getting my point? It is like having a copper ring and trying to, you know, plate it with gold. The thing is actually copper, but you have covered it with gold. This is what the physical or the material world and the astral world looks like. So the, the physical will be like the copper and then the astral will be like the gold. Are you getting it? But when you look at it from a different perspective, you might only see the gold. But those that are also inside the copper know that this is copper. So that is what you need to understand. If you want to understand matters of the spirit realm, you have to understand gates. You have to understand gatekeepers. You know, we don't just do things. Are you listening to me? This is the main reason why there is something that we need to take note of. That whenever your soul departs from your body, you have moved away from the physical plane into a different plane. And that different plane you have actually entered is also the home or the country of another being. So the way somebody from U.S. will travel to Ghana, you will see the person walking about and say, ah, it looks like this person is a foreigner. It is the same way you can appear in the astral world in a different place and they know that you are not among them. 
And if somebody travels from U.S. to Ghana and meets somebody that is evil, that person can, it's like a foreigner just met some armed robbers. They will take all your money and trouble your life. It is the same way if you get out of your body and you appear in a certain astral plane and you are not careful, some of these beings you meet might be evil. They might harm you. For this reason, traveling in the spirit, you would need what we call a spirit guide. Are you listening to me? A spirit guide. Now this one, don't think outside the box. We are still in the box. Don't make it sound strange in your ears. If you have ever heard a prophecy and the angel of the Lord lifted me to this place and I entered here and I entered here and the angel said, what do you think that angel is doing? He's actually guiding the spirit of the prophet in planes and in spiritual dimensions that he, the prophet, doesn't know. Are you listening to me? So you would need a spirit guide as you journey through the spirit realm. But then the Lord will help us and grant us grace. The Holy Ghost is the chief spirit guide that helps us. Hallelujah. But there are moments you will assign and usher angels to also carry out his task. So we should not also downplay the ministry of angels in our spiritual experiences. Are you listening to me? Good. Now, so there are many ways to decode spirits. Whenever you enter a place and you begin to sense heaviness, you enter a place and it looks to you that this place looks very heavy. Now, it can be that there is a certain spirit hanging somewhere in that place. You might not see that spirit with your naked eyes because that spirit is not a physical being like you. Now the question is, how are you going to decode what type of spirit that is in that atmosphere? There are so many ways to decode spirits. But not all of us have been exposed to some of these ways. Because there are some of them some of the ways are seeing vision of that spirit. Where you enter the place and all of a sudden your eyes are open to see the spirit. Not all of us have gotten to that extent. Some of them, to some of the ways, your ears must pop open to hear the voice of that spirit. But if your ears are not opened, you might, need, you might be in need of another means to decode the spirit. Are you listening to me? Some of them, you start smelling something a certain foul smell it will tell you the kind of spirit that is there are you listening to me some of them too you will lose your peace all of a sudden you start losing your peace some of them too, you just enter the room and you start you, you will start tasting something in your in your mouth meanwhile you know you have not eaten anything some of them too, 
so there are so many means to pick the presence of a certain spirit whether godly or ungodly in an atmosphere are you listening to me but what i'm actually talking about for now is using the sense of smell to decode the nature of a spirit using the sense of smell to decode the nature of a spirit now i want to make a certain statement listen to me carefully in the heavenly realms what gives spirit their smell is their glory don't forget what i've said in the realms of heaven what gives spirits their smell is their glory what it means is that any spirit that is in heaven has a certain glory that they emanate out or let me say emit out of their bodies and that glory is to reveal god are you listening to me Can you hear me, please? Can you all hear me, please? Good. Don't forget the statement I've made because it is going to serve as a foundation on what we are going to, um, to study. I said... In the realms of heaven, all the spirits in heaven have a certain smell. Every spirit has a specific smell. And that smell is according to the kind of glory they possess. Are you listening to me? That should let you know that all these demons who were not yet, let me say, who were not demons, but rather angels with God, they also had that glory that they emitted out of their bodies. And they had this glorious smell. But the very moment they disobeyed and rebelled against God, God took that glory from them. And that glory was actually their bodies. And when that glorious bodies were taken from these beings, they lost that smell. Now, in the realms of heaven, smell is very, very important. Because the kind of smell that exudes out of a spirit speaks of the dimension of God that spirit is revealing. Are you listening to me? The Spirit of the Lord came upon you. The Holy Ghost sent from heaven. Good. The kind of smell that is emitted out of the body of a spirit, let me say an angel, speaks of the dimension of God that that angel is revealing. That is to say, 
you can actually pick a certain dimension of God by a smell. Are you listening to me? Can you all hear me, please? Good. Now, let me take you further. Now, in the spirit realm, there is a place in, in the realm of the spirit where I've already taught us that everything has a frequency. Hmm? Everything has a frequency. So whether it is a voice or a sound, it has a frequency. If it is something colorful, any color has a frequency. The reason why red is different from blue is because of the frequency that each of them have. So the frequency of red is different from the frequency of blue. That is why they are not the same. And I don't want to go much into frequency because it will be a, a certain, it will turn out to be physics. I told you that everything in this world moves. So when you see your own wallet and you want to know the very depth of the wallet, it is actually made up of small, small, small particles. Can you all hear me, please? Good. So everything has a frequency. Your perfume, the perfume you use, has a frequency. Are you listening to me? And the beautiful thing we need to understand here is that all your five senses can pick things based on the thing's frequency. So as I'm talking to you, you are hearing my voice. My voice has a frequency. Now, if it were to be a video teaching, you would have actually seen my face. It is also telling you that there is also visual frequency. Are you listening to me? Now, if I was present with you, 
maybe I would have been using a certain perfume that you would have, you know, you, you smell something. Can you hear me, please? Good. So maybe if it was an in-person um, teaching and that I was standing in front of you one-on-one, -on -one, maybe you would have smelled something around me like a perfume. That should let you also know that there is what we call smell frequency. You can feel something in your body. We call it the touch frequency. All these are your five senses. But then, I want all of you to take note of something. Now, whatever... As I'm talking to you right now that you are hearing my voice, listen to me carefully. I've thought on this before, but I don't want you to. I want to say it again. I don't want you to miss it. There is a point where the frequency of my voice will meet the color. So you might think that, oh, as for voice, you can only hear, you cannot see. But it is wrong. In the realm of the spirit, in the deepest part of understanding the core of all things, everything can be seen. What I'm trying to say is that everything has a color, everything has a voice, everything has a smell. You can feel everything. I don't know if I'm getting my point. So there is a point where the frequency that will allow you to experience all these things according to the senses can meet together. I don't know how to explain it better. Sometimes spiritual things are very difficult to explain. Are you getting my point? Yes, exactly. Exactly. So you see, somebody will go to a fetish priest or maybe go and see a certain um, malam and the only thing the malam will give is a perfume. And he says, use this perfume every night when you're about to sleep. Do it for 21 days. Now, what's actually happening? For all you know, it is a certain spiritual marriage that this person is dealing with. Use that perfume. Now, if the person uses the perfume, it could be that it is what that spirit hates. So maybe the spirit will try to come to the person that night and the moment the spirit gets close and starts smelling the perfume, it will run away. Because if it gets close, something evil will happen to the spirit. So that perfume is repelling that spirit from the person's life. It is the same way you can Go to another place, they will give you a perfume that will attract other spirits. 
Are you listening to me? It is because everything resonates with a certain spirit somewhere, whether you know it or not. Are you listening to me? Now you see, some of you see, if, if God begins to teach you some things, you will be shocked. Do you know when you go to the kingdom of darkness, there are plenty spirits for plenty things. In fact, there are spirits for, for gluttony where you eat plenty. There's a spirit like that. life You will be, I'm telling you, plenty spirits for plenty things. There are spirits who will let you forget. That's all they can do. They will always let you forget something that is very precious to you. Something you need to remember. They will let you forget it. Are you listening to me? You go to the kingdom of darkness. There is a spirit that will always let you postpone something that you know you are supposed to do it now. That is why sometimes some people actually think it is just a normal behavior. Yes, there are some people whose own are just normal behavior. But then if you continue in that behavior, what happens is that you will call the spirit in charge of it. Because spirits gravitate towards anything that resonates with their frequency. So if you just stole, you stole somebody's um, meat today, it does not mean you are a thief. You stole the thing today. After three days, you stole another thing. After four days, you stole another thing. Now what? At that point, there is no spirit that is troubling you. It is your own character and behavior. But if care is not taken, and you continue to do this, you will invite the spirit of theft to you. Because these spirits, they don't like where they live. Because where they are, they are not active. They need a human body to move through. So anytime you begin to do something that looks like them, you will be preparing your, your body like they are abode. They will come right now. Are you listening to me? That is why there are certain things. Eh? If you don't quit now, a time will come when you want to stop. It will be very difficult. And when it becomes difficult that you are even praying about it, it means a spirit has been attached. That people who use the home they repair their name like they are not there. Where did you have to eat? You have to eat. Now they kept eating until a spirit attached themselves. A certain spirit attached himself to this guy. Now he wants to quit and fast for ministry. It has become difficult. Now unless this person goes through deliverance. Now it does not mean that you go to hell. No. That's not what it means. You are, you are a Christian, you are saved. When you die that moment, you go to heaven. But if we don't understand,
Any all hear me, please? Good. So when maybe you keep doing something and the spirit, the negative spirit of that thing draws close to your life, it does not mean you are not a Christian. Are you getting it? There are many Christians who have been influenced by the spirit of lust. Some of them, they know what they have been called to do. Some of them, they are fighting with this spirit. They, they just want to focus on the things of God, but all because some of them did not first discover the fact that the way they are you know, allowing girls into their lives, the enemy will use that as a means to destroy what God has purposed for them. You see? So there are many spirits in the dark world for many things. When you even go to the realms of heaven, there are many spirits in heaven for many good things. I'm telling you. In fact, there are certain spirits that will push you to give. They are, they are spirits that push, they will, they will just force you to give. That is their work. There are some spirits that will cause you to smile. That is their way. As simple as smiling looks like, it has healed many broken homes. You might not know it. In fact, there are certain spirits. If I remember, I saw a certain, I saw a group of angels. And I asked an angel of the Lord, the one that took me to that realm, that these angels look like children. What do they do? Then the angel told me that whenever someone is in trouble, is in depression, whenever somebody is in anxiety, the person is thinking plenty, these spirits are assigned. And what they do is that they will just dance around the person's head. All of a sudden, it will look like you feel this cold breeze around you. Once you begin to feel that cold breeze around you, it looks like you, you start forgetting all these thoughts. You start feeling okay. Meanwhile, nobody has said anything to you. Nobody has given you any money. But you just, you will just be there, you know, you just be okay. The atmosphere will change.
speak of tongues. I see the Spirit of the Lord come upon you. The Holy Ghost sent from heaven. Can you all hear me, please? All right. I don't know what the network is, is missing now. The Lord will help us. So you see, we need to understand there are spirits for many things. Are you listening to me? That is why sometimes when all of a sudden you enter into a room, sometimes you're, you're, in fact, you know your mood is very bad don't want to talk to anybody because or maybe certain bad news you've heard maybe because you heard a certain bad news you just you don't want to talk to anybody you want to go and hide somewhere you, but you just enter your room and all of a sudden for just some few seconds you start smelling something different from the original smell of your room Sometimes the very moment you, you smell that, you that you decided that you are not going to talk to anybody, all of a sudden a thought will come to your mind, call this person and talk to him. You will call, talk to the person. And you that your mood was, was spoiled, now everything will just get back again. All these are the workings of some spirits. We need to understand that. Are you following? Sometimes somebody has done something bad. You are, you are seriously angry that you want to say something. It will look like somebody will hold your mouth. And you just keep quiet. So you see... There are various ways to decode spirits. Are you following? And some of these things, some of them are very experiential and practical. Are you getting it? So if I try to, I, I can't really say them for you to know. But then I'll just say some few things so that um, the Lord will help all of us. Hallelujah. Alright. So last week I told you that whenever I see somebody that has a spirit of lust, one of the ways I will know is by the smell of that spirit. I know the smell of familiar spirits. I know the smell of the spirit of lust.
Can you hear me, please? Good. So by the special grace of God, I know the smell of familiar spirits. Whenever I go to any place and I start smelling that, I know the spirits are around. Sometimes I can even smell the spirits before God will open things up for me to see them. Sometimes it will just be only the smell. I know the spirit of the, the, the smell of the spirit of lust. I know the smell of the spirit of theft. So sometimes when maybe something is about to be stolen around you, you can start smelling some of these things for like two days before time. Now that should let you know what to pray because that spirit is hovering around you. Now, I believe we all know that death has a smell. And this one, some of our old parents and our great-great-grandfathers, even some of you cry, you know, you can... In, in Chi, they call it Insamayuha. Insamayuha. When somebody, when somebody is about to die, all of a sudden, the smell around the person will change. So sometimes you can actually smell that and know that definitely this person was a, will die. Justin said, does it smell dusty? At a point, it is a mixture of many things. If you try to, you know, link it to, you know, physical things. That is why it is difficult to teach some of these things. Uh-huh. Are you getting it? Yes. So every spirit has a smell. And we need to know that. There are ways to decode that. Are you listening to me? Good. So, let me help you. Pay particular attention to smell from today. Are you listening to me? Now, it will be, it will be a bit difficult from the beginning, but then if you practice it, for some time it will be a normal thing so that whenever there is a change in the smell of an atmosphere you can quickly pick it because there are some of you oh put me then you start smelling something even you start smelling something nice all of a sudden I'm just smelling something nice what is that it can be that an angel of the Lord is standing around, at, that, at that place. There's sometimes also a certain kind of smell. The moment you start smelling it, fear will grip your heart. That's a sign. That's a sign of the spirit of fear. The spirit of fear also has a smell. Don't forget this. There is no spirit without a smell. Again, there is no spirit without a color. Are you listening to me? Every spirit 
manifest a certain color. There is no spirit without a voice. Are you following? So all these spirits have these things. So there are many ways to decode spirits. One of the ways to decode a spirit. And mostly it is one of the ways that we, we, the Bible even makes mention of. By the speech of the spirit. Are you following? So when a spirit appears, what the spirit says sometimes will let us know the kind of spirit it is. Now, Jesus met a guy that was having an evil spirit. The guy was just, you know, rolling on the ground. It looked like epilepsy. But Jesus looked at the guy for some time and said, Thou deaf and dumb spirit, out. Now, the question is, how did Jesus know that this spirit is deaf and dumb? Because he did not make the guy dumb or deaf. The guy heard everything he could speak. So sometimes, some of these spirits will try to deceive you by their manifestations. So we don't quickly base on certain manifestations to decode a spirit. There are ways. First, by their smell, by their speech, by their color. Not everybody can perceive the smell, definitely. But then it's a practice. It's a spiritual practice. Are you getting it? We grow in it. Now what I'm talking to you about here, eh, some people who are not Christians have trained themselves to decode spirits. Yes, they can actually know that a godly angel is here. They are not Christians. And some of them don't see. So how do they know? Some of these people, especially some of these Chinese people who practice yoga and this meditation thing, they have met a lot of spirits in their, in their, in their journey, in their journey of spiritual travel. They know all manner of spirits by all manner of things. Are you listening to me? So last week I told you that some, some people came to drop a certain um, red cloth and cola knot at a certain um, four junction at my area. The moment I got there, I knew where it was coming from. Now, it is not because my eyes were open to see something, but I have this spiritual knowledge what some of these things stand for and where they are connected to. Are you listening to me? Now, it is this knowledge that will help you to deal with that kind of spirit because sometimes decoding the nature of the spirit will also help you know what denatures the spirit. <laughs> what we call the antidote or etiwadi. 
because every spirit has that can I go further to say something that will sound strange even the Holy Ghost that is why there is what grieves the spirit and there is what quenches the spirit those things you do that will either quench the spirit or grieve the spirit those things are actually that which the Holy Ghost hates if you continue to do them you will never experience the power of the Holy Ghost in your life so any spirit Are you getting it? Yes. So the spirit, or let's say the fetish priest that wants to work with you is the one that will tell you what he hates. And let me tell you, not all spirits will do that. Because especially the ungodly side, not all of these spirits want to work with you. Some of them want to destroy you, but then they will use a means. Are you listening to me? Now there is a way and manner every spirit manifests in this world. Don't forget this. There are plenty spirits in the universe of God. There are many realms we cannot see. Many realms we do not know. Are you listening to me? There are realms in trees we don't know. There are realms even on this physical earth that we do not know. There are realms in the astral planes we don't know. All these realms have beams that dwell in them. But I've already explained that the widest place that has plenty realms is the sea. Aside heaven, the biggest place that have a lot of realms is the sea. So there are many realms in the sea, and there are many spirits that dwell in these realms. Now, what is happening here is that there are human beings who try to connect to some of these spirits. And they have the connections based on whatever they want to get in this life. Are you listening to me? So you can meet a very poor boy who wants to be rich. 
can't find any means to be a rich person. The only thing the guy would do is that he would try and look for a spirit in another realm that is rich and feed that spirit with what that spirit is lacking. Are you listening to me? Now many of you don't know what you do to some dwarfs when you give them banana. Hmm. Because there are many things that we have in this physical plane that is not in the realm. And when you give them some of these things, you actually empower them. So people don't know what they actually do to dwarfs when they give them banana. Because there are many, many fruits from this earth that you will not find in that realm. So what happens is that when you give them something that they really do appreciate that is not in their kingdom, they would love to have more of it. And that is where mostly people enter into this contract and covenant with these spirits. But because all spirits are not the same, there are certain spirits, the only thing that empowers them to give you what you want is the blood of human beings. And some of these spirits are highly demonic beings. But we have human beings on this earth who were born by women like us, who have friends, who have demons as friends. Yes, the human beings. Some of them have actually traveled to see Satan one on one before. They know Satan. Human beings. There are human beings who go for demonic meetings where all demons will, will meet and human beings will go there and sit among demons and talk about the destruction of Christians, a human being. Somebody says, Satan, no, it is not visitors in Otinifi and Awako. No, 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 no. I'm actually talking about people have encountered him, seen him. There are people who even call Satan. Yes, there are people like that who call Satan. They will conjure things, Satan will appear to them. Yes. Now, the other time when I was teaching about this, I said, because every spirit has a frequency, every spirit has something they call a sigil. A sigil. And a sigil is like a sign or a signature of every spirit. Now, especially those who are in the occultic world, those who call spirits, they use those sigils to call the spirits. Are you getting it? 
Somebody said, they travel in spiritual realm of you cannot see Satan physically. So definitely it will be an astral travel. Are you getting that? Yes. So you see, there are people, human beings working on this earth whose spirits live in, whose friends are spirits that live in the forest. Some human beings are here. They have friends who are spirits who live in the mountains. Are human beings whose friends are spirits that live in, in the sea. But they have this relationship with them. They can call the spirit and the spirit will appear to them in a way that they have chosen. Are you getting it? They can call these spirits. Some of them who have marine spirits as their friends. Sometimes there are human beings living with us who have some spirits as friends and some of these spirits live in water bodies some of them live in trees some of them are in the thick forest some of them live in mountains here and there and they call these spirits when they are in need of anything and now one thing is that because sometimes it is actually based on what you want that you befriend a certain spirit. Because some of all these spirits are beings living in their realm. With the exception of the demons who have this kind of assignment on them. Dwarfs are spirits who are living in, the, in their own realm that God created for them. Are you getting it? Other spirits live in their realms. But there are human beings who have befriended these people. So I was listening to one man and he said, he mentioned the name of a certain river god. Certain river that is very popular. And when he mentioned, he said, oh, this, this, even this river is my friend. I talk to him every evening. And they asked him, how do you talk to that, that river? He said, oh, he has given me ways and means that if I want to call him and talk to him, I should just do that. Just enter, just get a basin of water. Just a basin, put in small water, then sit down, recite some things, 
put some three candles around, recite some things, all of a sudden, the water, the small water that is in the basin will start boiling. Sometimes it will boil and boil and boil. By the time he realizes, the basin is full with water. And that water, it will look like a fountain. It will just pop out of the basin and form the shape of the being. And they will start communicating. The being will not speak to you. So there was this guy that had something. It was around his neck, like a necklace. And he asked him, what is this one? He said, it is called breastplate. Now, the breastplate of righteousness we know. As for him, his own is different. And they used the head of a goat to do that. So it's like the head of a goat and they've tied it with some things. And they asked him, what is, what the heading? And he said, I have a lot of demons as friends. And when I want to communicate with them, this is what I use. So whenever I say something to the demon in my language, I say it into this thing. And the thing will actually translate it into the language of the demon. And when the demon also speaks, I will hear it from the thing in my own language. I say, Jesus, what kind of wisdom is this one? It's called the wisdom of the princes of this world. <laughs> I'm telling you, you are there fighting with interpretation of tongues. Look at what somebody is doing. Hmm? You are the one people say me or kuku sheshe. You can't even know that it is it is a demon. <laughs> Now, when we're talking about understanding the book of Revelation, we got to a certain verse, a certain chapter where the Bible spoke about the key of David. How many of us remember that? Good. And then we went back into the Old Testament to get to know what the key of David stands for. That it opens a door that nobody will shut, and when it closes a door, nobody can open so the key of David is actually the universal key. Are you listening to me? It is the universal key. Now, how the key of David looks like? When you look at the flag of Israel, there is a certain star in it. That star is the key of David. So the key of David, which is the universal star, is actually the key that opens every door in, in all realms. Now, it is this same key. Now, let me say something. Let me say something. Have you ever seen some people? Maybe you see a necklace around their neck, and the locker of the necklace, there is a certain star in a circle. So there is a circle and there is a star in the circle. Maybe they have some writings around the thing. I know some of you have seen those things. 
mostly those who do quantum pendants, those pendants that they use to repel negative spirits and all those kind of things. They have that thing in there. Now, let me give you a little knowledge on that. Now, if you go into Jewish history, I think I've said this here. If you go into Jewish history, there was a time that King Solomon had a certain young boy that used to live with him in the palace. And King Solomon loved the boy because he was very obedient and was giving many things to the boy. He was giving the boy about three times the amount of the salary that he actually deserved. And mostly when King Solomon doesn't finish his food, he will call the guy and give it to the guy. But after like, you watch the guy for like three weeks and realize that the guy was growing lean in his palace. And he didn't understand it. So he called the guy and said, ah, upon all the good things I've been, you know, lavishing on you, this, this, what is going on? Then the guy told the king and said, oh king, for three weeks now, any time I sleep in the night, there is a spirit that will come and lick my thumb, the kukrumuti. When the spirit comes, it will lick the kukrumuti of this young boy. And it has been doing that for three weeks. And because of that, the guy is growing lean. So when he told the king that, the king didn't know what to do. Because he couldn't see the spirit. He didn't know how to stop that evil thing. So the king went to God in prayer. And when he went to God in prayer, God gave King Solomon a ring and told the king by an angel that when that spirit appears again, throw this ring on the chest of the spirit. That is all. Now, when you go into Jewish history, if you actually look at the nature of the ring, the ring had a circle at the topmost part and a star in the middle and had some, some signs and some writings around it. What it meant is that every spirit in the demonic realm has their sigils in that star. And what it also means is that you can conjure that spirit, lock that spirit. You have power over that spirit. That's what it means. It means you have power over that spirit. Are you listening to me? Good. So now, when King Solomon woke up from that dream, when the angel appeared to him, he saw the ring on his bed. He called for the guy the next morning and gave the ring to the guy and said, when that spirit appears again, throw this ring on, it, on the chest of the spirit. Now the guy went to sleep that night, the spirit appeared again and he threw the ring
So the guy went to sleep. And when he went to sleep, in the middle of the night, the spirit appeared. And when the spirit appeared, he threw the ring that Solomon the king gave him. He hit the chest of the spirit with the ring. And immediately the spirit began to shout. And say, please help me, lose me. Take this ring from me, take this ring from me. Then the guy said, no. I am leading you to the king's palace. The guy led the spirit to the king. And when they got there, Solomon began to speak to the spirit, asked the spirit, what is your name? What do you do? And there was a, a certain question that according to history, Solomon asked the spirit. He said, what angel or what spirit overpowers you? What it means is that every spirit in the demonic world has another being that rules over it. Exactly. Oh, that movie is not just a normal movie. Yeah, The Pope's Exorcist. It's a very, very deep movie. Now, by this same means, so when Solomon actually, you know, interrogated the spirit in the conversation, the spirit actually said that this is the being that, is, that overpowers me. And Solomon asked the spirit to go and call that being. That being also came. Now Solomon got to know what these spirits are capable of doing. Solomon got to know what these spirits are capable of doing because every spirit was also made under the four elemental powers. Are you listening to me? I've already taught us that we have four elements, fire, earth, air, and water. Every spirit in this world has a dimension of the elements. So Solomon after confronting the spirit and everything, got to know what that spirit is capable of doing. And at that time, according to Jewish history, Solomon was set to build a temple for the Lord. And the way Solomon had imagined the temple, the strength of the Israelites would be very weak to accomplish that task. So all these spirits, Solomon, by reason of that key of David, Solomon used that You know, lock all these spirits for them to use their powers to help in the building of the temple. So according to Jewish history, even in the Bible, the word of the Lord said, nobody heard the sound of a hammer on, or a chisel on any nail. By the time they realized, the temple was built. Nobody heard, nobody heard anything. By the time they realized the temple was standing there. In fact, the gold that they used, these there are spirits that control gold and wealth in the kingdom of darkness. They brought the gold. <laughs> Solomon said, Go and bring the gold. 
and the, these guys will run. Are, are you listening to me? Lock power. So you see, we need to understand all this. Can you, can you all hear me, please? Good. See, so we need to understand that. So that is what people use to call spirits. If you want to conjure spirits and control them, that's what they use. But then... Anytime you go to any, any place they call church and they are using that, there's a problem somewhere. Are you listening to me? Yes. It is not endorsed by Christ. It is by the Holy Ghost that we do every spiritual work. We don't need some angels from somewhere. We don't need to call some angels. If you want to call an angel, no, no, no. It is by the Spirit that we do everything. The Spirit will even send angels and they will come. There are many people who, who, who are doing this thing called ministry, but they are not of the Lord. Anybody that will say, oh, we, some of them, see, when you listen to some of the words they see, you actually will get to know that they are actually, you know, moving with some other spirits. Are you listening to me? Yes. And I've already taught us that there are plenty spirits. For example, Ajagraja is, a, is an angelic being, but not with the Lord in heaven are you listening to me Ajagraja is an angelic being who is not with God he is one of the rebelled beings there are many spirits many many angelic beings Whom a lot of a lot of people who call themselves men of God are using. And there is a way these spirits speak. And it's one of the ways to decode. The nature of these spirits. Are you following? Good. So we need to take note of, of these things. Alright. So every spirit has a smell. And there is, if you want to decode the spirits, we have unclean spirits. We have foul spirits. We have spirits of infirmity. 
We have spirits of lust, spirit of fear. Even pride has a smell. The spirit of pride has a smell. So you can just walk around somebody, pick a certain smell, and say, Ah, Abranti, Now you might not know. Are you getting it? It is one of the ways. See, so in the prophetic, it is not everything we see. That is why we need to grow in all these senses. There are some of the things you will smell them, but you need to know what they, they mean. That's why you need to school yourself by the Spirit. Are you getting it? Alright, so let me just end here and take some questions. If you have any question, you can feel free and ask. If you have any question concerning the spirit, spiritual world, concerning spirits, in school of spiritual mysteries, so anything you lack knowledge of, you can ask. The Lord will help us by His grace. Someone say, Papa, please. So how do we drive some of these bad spirits away? It is dependent on the kind of spirit. All spirits have different ways to drive them. There are some of the spirits, if you say, out, out, in Jesus' mighty name, in fact, some of them will not go. It's not because they are not afraid of the name of Jesus. But not all spirits are the same. Are you listening to me? Can you all hear me, please? So somebody's asking, Papa, please, so how do we drive some of these bad spirits? Now, every spirit has a way to drive it out of your life. But the basic means and basic way to drive out spirits is by the name of Jesus. Are you getting it? If you command them to leave, in the name of Jesus. They would, but not all spirits will do that. <laughs> because especially certain spirits that are like principalities. If you say in the name of Jesus out, they will laugh. They will stand in front of you and laugh. It's not because they are not afraid of the name 
all the power in the name. But these ones are higher beings and their way of operation is not like demons. So some of them, some of these spirits can even mention the name Jesus. <laughs> you remember the sons of Sceva when they went to cast out a certain spirit from somebody. They said, you evil spirit, get out of this boy in the name of Jesus that Paul mentioned. Now the spirit said, listen to, the Bible said the spirit said, Jesus we know. Paul we know. Now, you see, the spirit mentioned Jesus' name. Jesus we know. Paul we know. Who are thou? Now, that means that for you to cast out any principality out of your, 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 your life, your destiny, your vicinity, you would need to be somebody. Because what this spirit will ask is who you are. So at that point, it is actually based on who you are, what you stand for in the spirit realm that will give power to the name of Jesus you are mentioning. Not just the name in itself. But sometimes simple, simple demons can live because you shall get out in Jesus' name. They will live. Jesus said, if you believe, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they will cast out devils. Just by believing, you can cast out devils. Yeah. Are you getting it? Now, there are some of the spirits too. Jesus even said in the book of Matthew chapter 17, verse 21, he said, some of the spirits, they will never live except by prayer and fasting. Some of them, you can't just go and stand and say, get out. No, you would have to fast. This kind goeth not, but by prayer and fasting. Are you getting it? Now, the second way to drive out spirits is to touch them with their antidote. So what the kanwa obeko. Somebody is asking a question that, please, how can you drive the spirit of sleep and gluten away? By fasting and by night prayers. It's as simple as that. You can't say spirit of gluten, spirit of this out, and you are still eating. No, it will not work. fasting. Are you listening to me? Someone said, what's the antidote of the spirit of lust? Okay, let me help you. One thing. You see, the spirit of lust is You get my point? Among all the spirits, because the being that controls lust is not a demon, but higher than a demon. That being is called Asmodeus. And Asmodeus is one of the Nephilim that was born by an angel and a human mother.
So that being is very strong. He was born by an angel and a human mother. Are you getting it? When you're normal demons, you be your demons of lust on the summer home. But let me show you, let me give you some simple ways. If you want to get out of lust, if you want to get out of lust, let me help you with something. One way to deal with lust is to fast a lot. Are you listening to me? Fast a lot. That's the first thing. And the second way, because you see, mostly, the more you eat, there is something about food, eh? It will make you more natural. I hope you know what I'm talking about. And that is where lust actually thrives. When you, when you live a natural life, oh, lust will, will dosar your life. Yes, all kinds of lust. So the first thing, after praying to God for his grace to overcome lust, oh Lord, help me, help me, put some measures in place, fast a lot. Are you getting it? Now you see, when you fast most of the times, what actually is happening is that you will be losing some appetite for some things. That is what fasting for, long, for a long time will do to you. You start losing appetite for some things. And once you start losing appetite for some things, Please, in that moment of fasting, create appetite for higher things. Are you getting my point? In the moment of fasting, love to read Christian books. So whenever you want to fast, go and buy Bishop Daguerre Mill's books. Plenty. Make up your mind. These are ten books. Me reading New Year, fasting. Now, whilst the fasting is dealing with your flesh, the books will also be dealing with your spirit. By the time you realize you have grown to a certain height. And the way last is, we don't fast for 40 days, 40 nights to deal with it and later come back to food and eat for three months. Oh. So you pray to God for grace, pray to God for mercy. And fast. Fasting will help you. Because the mercies of God and the grace of God that will deliver you from all these things. You get to the back, position yourself well. 
Because you can't just sit and say, grace of God, come and help me. Now it's a No, you do worse things. So once you are praying for the grace of God and the message of God, put measures in place. Now, after the fasting, one of the ways to also deal with the spirit of lust is to love genuinely. Are you getting my point? Because what lust will do is that it will take genuine love from your eyes and your heart. So that when you see a lady, you will not lust after her, but you will love her genuinely. Because the very moment lust enters your heart towards the lady, you will lose true love. And for you to love genuinely, it is by the Spirit. You go to the Lord, you say, Holy Ghost, help me to love, help me to love. Continue in this prayer for the rest of your life. I'm telling you, you'll be able to overcome that. All right. The Lord also help you and grant you grace. Okay, somebody said, Said, please, when you pray about a particular thing, but a thing keeps happening even with the help of a man of God, could it be a spirit? And if yes, why is that pray- why is it that prayer doesn't end such things? Okay. It depends on that particular thing. Maybe it is a dream you keep having concerning um, somebody trying to sleep with you and this and this and that. That's why I explain certain things. Oh, because you see, if it is a spirit, and the you get it? There are plenty of spirits, and each of them has a specific character. Some of them you need to touch them with your antidote for them to go. Let me show you something that prayer does. When a certain spirit comes to sleep with you, maybe every night, and you want to drive away that spirit, but you have prayed and prayed and prayed, and the spirit is still coming. What the prayer is doing is that. Sometimes you will pray and for like three days you will not experience that. But after the three days, it will come back. So what the prayer does is that it creates an atmosphere that will repel the spirit. Are you getting it? It's like the way polythene bag will never come close to an atmosphere of fire because but then, when the fire quenches, the polythene bag will come and mess around. That's what prayer does. It changes your atmosphere. That that spirit will not be able to come. But the moment you go down in prayer, these spirits will come. And especially these spirits, the, the incubus and the succubus, the ones that will come and sleep with you in the dream, they, they will like to come after 40 days of fasting. Sometimes why you're fasting every last day, man. They will show up. 
Now you see, once you get to know this, there is more you need to do. Are you getting my point? Yes, you can you can get the antidote and touch the spirit with it. That is all. There are some of these spirits. If you I remember many years ago, my mother's school car was troubling them. So I was on campus when she called me. And I said, get garlic. Plenty of them. Grind all of them. Mix it with water. One basin of water. Put the, 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 the grinded um, you know, garlic in the, in, the, in the water and mix it. After that, wash the car with it. And they did exactly that. Few minutes after washing the car with the garlic water, a snake came out of the car. A very big snake. And the moment the snake came out, the car never developed any trouble for like six months until they sold it for a better one. That should let you know, you see? When the snake came out, the car never developed any fault for six months until they decided to sell it for a better one. Now, that should let you know that it was that spirit that was troubling the car. And what the spirit hated was garlic. And I've seen that mostly in, in the negative, in the, in the kingdom of darkness, almost 90% of snake manifestation kind of spirit eat garlic. Not all, but almost 90%. So if you keep dreaming, you see snakes tormenting your life, eh, get garlic, put, it, uh, put them under your pillow, sleep, that's all. You can put some of them at the corners of your room. Sometimes when you are walking, put some in your pocket. Are you listening to me? Good. You need to learn some of these basic things. If you do that and the snakes keep coming, then you should know that this one you would need another dimension. But then almost all, almost, almost all of these snakes are afraid of garlic. There is something in garlic that destroys them. They will go and never return. Caleb said, but prof, if we sweep them away, sweeping who? The snakes? Don't sweep, if you sweep the garlic, they are. <laughs> After a long time, oh, another kind of spirit will come. Because you see, some of the, yeah, I'm literally name it. This is why I keep saying that. The way human beings are, our normal life actually invites spirits to our lives. I hope you know that. Your normal life, now you live in now. 
you will invite a lot of spirits to your own life. You will just see a certain guys will see a lady say, Charlie, this lady dear Charlie, she's too much. You see, you don't know what you are doing to your heart and your mind. By the time you realize nothing, last intimate control. Meanwhile, it was not like that. So the best way to actually get spirits away from your life is to change your character. And that one is done by the Holy Ghost. But we are now talking about the fact that the spirit has come and is troubling you. And you want the spirit out of your life. Then you need to actually understand some basic things. Are you getting it? Good. So you need to understand that. Now, if that is your, your case, keep garlic around you every time. Every time. Are you getting it? All right. Wait. Somebody said, Papa, please. So what are some of their smells? And how do you know them? That's why I said that that one, if I, I can't really teach. It is an experience. You need to have it. Are you getting it? God, I, myself, I will not be able to mention names of smells. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But one of them that I can teach you is the smell of a witchcraft spirit. It is like the smell of a refuse dump. Because they love to meet at these places. Like the smell of maybe, you see, the beer smell, you get what I'm talking about? Foul smell kind of atmosphere. There is no witch, there is no witch that smells good. The spirit doesn't like that kind of good smell. There's no witch. Even sometimes, if a witch yeah, is caught physically, maybe the witch was flying somewhere and appear physical for all of us to see. Sometimes look at them. You can't even get close to them. And then you see them very dirty. Meanwhile, when the person was going to bed that night with Jared Kama, and so still, are you getting it? So we, you see, we need to understand some of these things. That some of you, you have some roommates. No matter what you see, no matter what people see, they will never be neat. It is not them. There is a spirit. Sometimes called an unclean spirit. Sometimes a foul spirit. They smell. Pa, 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 pa.
Because somebody said, mine likes going naked. We are roommates. Hmm. No, there are people who, who just like to be naked when they want to sleep. There are normal people like that. But there are some people too. Something they there. Rado, rado, zo. Eba. <laughs> Hallelujah. Someone said, is it a matter of prayer and fasting in order to train yourself to hear the smell of this spirit? Prayer and fasting is the foundation. But the best thing is meditation. Now please take note. It does not mean that if you have a roommate now that you're in Hufia or Ebay for Mr. Onyesa. There are people, it's their behavior. <laughs> it is that thing Kobu will be bay, me pa chow. But what I'm trying to say is that some of these people, they are not a home piece of home. Are you getting it? Because I know some witches who try to be very neat. Any touches they can use. One perfume for two days. 500 mils or 500 mils perfume. But when I get close, another part of my nose will open. <laughs> and I will smell something else. The witches that are not smart, hormonal physically, can even smell that kind of thing. Huh? Like your roommate walking around naked in the room. Hey, are they? There is a spirit, I don't know if you are using CD, but there is a spirit in Valku Hall. Mm-mm-mm. I remember in the year 2013, when we came to school, we were doing this prayer walk. We would go to each hall and stand in front and pray for like an hour, then we go to the next hall. That's what we were doing. The moment we go to Valko Hall and we started praying. Shabalama, Rakatakata. Ay, come and see. That's, that word is sweet that they see. Anytime they shout sweet, there's an activation somewhere. Now see, you know, those of you who just came to UCC not long ago, you did not really see some things. Valko Hall, you can actually see people sleeping with each other on the stairs in the night. And to be a normal thing, people will just come and pass and go. The gift of tongues. 
I see the Spirit of the Lord come upon you. Yeah, so those who, are, who, who have been to Valco, you know what I'm talking about. If you are there and you are not careful, you will fall. And I told you, I, I think I've shared my story here before. When I was in level 100, a certain lady in my class decided, told me that, oh, a man of God, please, can I use your earphone for a minute? I said, fine. We were in class, so I gave her the earphone. And then, I think, I forgot. So I called her and I said, oh, my earphone, I, I really need it. But then we were going for a, a, a group studies. She said, oh, I'm at, the, I'm at the hall. Come to the hall and take it. And I said, oh, okay, then I'm come. You meet me in front of the hall. She said, okay. When I got to Vaco, I called her. She said, oh, come, come to this block. Come to room this. I said, ah. That's not what we bargained for. She said, come. I said, fine. Hmm. When I got there, I knocked. And they opened. When I entered there, she was with her roommates. The moment I entered the room, all the roommates left. They all left. And the moment they all left, the lady locked the door. <laughs> then I said, What are you trying to do? As I said, we are making Marco Sempao. That day, in Fifi Bonibi, a team in real vida. Hey, what's up? Yeko group studies. My boys here frame it up. Prof, now way, now way. When we team fifty say, me uni a mini cra. The wa lock it down or they be a nebrasian or the key na show. No so be a yikino. Hey, you wa bomb home plan bear two weeks in it. That day, Nidia, Zuzu Zuala Cata, Jesse, Jesse, near Bessie Bessie. Hey, oh, Apostle Edmond, and easy, Jesse, die. I feel me, Kelly Bia, Lemon, Namso, the Nephew, earphone, or Fan, or Simon Pedjoa. For like 30, 30, 30 something minutes to 40 minutes, I was still in the room. I would go and sit on this side of the bed. Then she would come there. I will go here, she will come there. I will go, just say jai. I was just praying in my head, Lord, save me. Eradim Israel. Send your boy, Joseph. Emma, I need to meet Johnny Free Potiphar. So we were there when one of the roommates' phone started ringing. 
don't know who was calling the roommate, but was Friday to be seven. But was there when we heard a knock? When I'm sorry, Jina, when I'm sick, guy. Man, Koko and Kebe Jimmy. Then she went to open the door and it was a room and said, Oh, my phone, the honor, I'm a far home. And a home. How me see a descending stairs in the crowd, me kai, me team, and I'm in Nam. Yes, I'm in Nam. Hey, then was like a cray, dear, I'm 17 drops. Ube, Ube, Shino. Now you see, let me say something. From that moment, the lady couldn't look at my face for three years in school. Three years she couldn't look at my face. One time we were having a prayer session on a, on, on a school park. And my mama fell. I turned and I saw her amongst the people. So after prayer, she came to me and said, Man of God, there's something I want to talk to you. I said, Okay, let's talk. That oh uh, my sisters, she told me about her sister's issues, this, this, then I prayed with her, I said everything will be fine. After four months, I realized that we'll be in class, this lady will come and say, well, I want to share the word of God with all of us. I said, hmm. Then she will, she will preach this, 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 this. As I'm talking to you right now, her husband is a pastor. She's married to a pastor in Lighthouse Chapel. And she's, she's one of the shepherds doing mighty works for God. She's even doing her PhD, I think, in hematology right now. And she will burn some, burn some. Some of you are watching story. Twenty thirteen. some a friend, you see. Said they may make me story, I'm then I come here. If you can make the end, was she me cry? I'm telling you, people of God, here by now, I'm not professor to you. God punish the devil. So you see, all these things are there. You just so if you are for no. Remember, we got to Adeshi Hall, and once we were praying, my eyes got opened, and I saw two girls in their room having intimate relationships, sexual intimate. Hey, two girls. So in fact, I spoke. 
I said that two ladies, you are in your room right now, you are having this stop. Else, and in those times, we were, we were prophetically judgmental. If you don't stop that, <laughs> this, 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 within a few minutes, one lady came out. It was around 1.20 something a.m. Within a few minutes, one lady came out of the, of the hall because we were standing in front of the hall. And she went to speak to me. That, ah, somebody said something that two ladies and said, yes, yes, ma'am. Then the lady came to me. He said, I'm, I was the one. I'm, I don't know, but I've been trying to stop. I don't know what is coming over me. This, 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 this. And I said, where is your roommate? And I was calling her, but she said she will not come. I said, fine, let me pray for you. We prayed for her. And whilst we were praying for her, certain spirits began to manifest. 1.20 something a.m. And when those spirits were just leaving, the other lady also walked out. We prayed for her too. Before we moved to ATL. Those of you who are on UCC campus, you know what I'm talking about. See, things are there. Things are there, pa. Sometimes the reason many of you are not seeing some of these things is because you've not targeted some things with prayer. If you like, eh, make up your mind for this week. I'm fasting and praying into my marriage. Something that is fighting your marriage will show up very soon. Within the course of the week, no. Something that is fighting your marriage will show up. If you like, make up, I'm, I'm praying for my ministry, my prophetic assignment. That is when you will see that girls will start troubling you. You'll be there. I don't know. Can I visit you? I just want to have a word with you. Is it? See, that is the period, I'm telling you. Mm. Hallelujah. So you see, you need to understand these things. May the Lord help us and grant us divine grace. I'm sorry I'm, I wasn't able to answer all the questions, but then um, we'll continue, God willing, next week. May the Lord help us. I believe we have all been blessed. May the Lord grant us deeper insight even into spiritual matters in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Please, let's take note. We have a lot of things to talk about when it comes to spiritual things. So the Lord will help us and grant us grace. I said I'm going to teach, I'm going to make mention of some spirits, some prominent and popular spirits in the kingdom of darkness and their antidote, what they hate. Are you getting it? I said I'm going to teach about some you know, popular spirits in the kingdom of darkness and what they hate. So that we will know how to um, be free from the grip of these spirits. May the Lord help all of us and grant us divine grace in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you. We shall meet God willing tomorrow for lunch prayer fire. Make sure you join us. And in the course of the week, we are, I'm working on this. Maybe God willing Wednesday, we are going to have mega one word from the Lord. 
either Wednesday or maybe on the 31st. So we are praying. If anything, God willing, tomorrow, So God willing, um, tomorrow I will let all of us know um, the day for the mega one word from the Lord. God bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' name. Amen. We shall meet. Shalom. Bye-bye. All right, the Lord bless you and keep all of you strong. So we shall meet God willing tomorrow. Shalom. Please, let's keep sending in the port points. Let's keep sending in the port points. We have a few days for the month to end. So let's keep sending in the port points. God bless you all. We shall meet. God bless you, man of God, Adam Fopa. The Lord bless you. My regards to the entire family. God bless you. Please, the Akia is um, next month on the 21st. 21st of next month to the 26th. So please, um, let's make it a point to join. God richly bless you all. God bless you. We shall meet. Shalom. Maybe if you feel led by the Spirit to release any seed, the number is 0240312551. God bless you. All right, God bless you. Namaya Dumaya Bishya. Shalom. Bye-bye.
God bless you all. We shall meet God willing tomorrow. Shalom. Bye-bye. Are you ready? 
Do your best move. 